This is for Report 83 on Programmatic SEO. Let's start by talking about why this topic matters. Programmatic SEO fits in as a channel to acquire customers. And when we talk about why topics matter, we come from a very high level to compare programmatic SEO to any other acquisition strategy. The problem is that writing editorial content can be slow, expensive, and hard to scale. Whereas programmatic SEO helps you build thousands of pages for high intent but low volume keywords. And we give TripAdvisor as an example to explain programmatic SEO to people where a template that they tend to follow is best thing to do in city. So best walking tours in Lisbon, best restaurants in Atlanta, best parks in Edmonton. So these are examples of terms that they rank for using this programmatic SEO template, along with variables in terms of content that they have stored. In the report, you can find examples of sites that leverage programmatic SEO, as well as SEO tools. And the first prediction is that no-code tools will become the main method for building these pages. Delight Chat is an example where using Webflow, they built a Shopify app directory in one week. Fellery has also done this with several projects. One of those projects includes a directory of over 350 pitch decks. They also used Webflow. Companies will also use AI writing tools to quote unquote write content. And we're seeing the line between editorial and generated content start to blur where Legislate, they have a series of pages and they use AI writing tools to generate the introductions for these posts. And when Fellery, when they're testing out a thesis for a new project that they're thinking about spinning up, they will often use AI writing tools to fill out the content in terms of the descriptions under items that they want to post. We'll also see low volume keywords become more competitive. No code makes building more accessible. So as it becomes easier to pursue these programmatic SEO strategies, this space in these long tail keywords will become more competitive. We'll also see the percentage of zero click searches increase where currently 65% of Google searches, they actually result in zero click searches, meaning that the answer may be found on the results page without visiting a page. And it's often argued that programmatic SEO creates quote unquote thin content. This is a situation where a page may not have a lot of valuable content on the page. It may answer your question, but it may not go into depth on that. And what we are seeing is that a lot of times Google will surface the answer to simple questions and answer the question before they click through to a page. If you're a website owner and you're looking forward to converting web visitors into customers for your SaaS or leads for your lead generation company, you lose out on that opportunity because that's become a zero click search. We'll also see companies start to buy communities for user generated content. The company Howls bought Ivy software for their interior design community. And later on, we'll talk about the sources of content that you use for programmatic SEO strategies. But one of the most common ways is that companies will have proprietary data because they have user generated data. The last prediction is that SaaS companies will continue to use programmatic SEO strategies to attract and acquire new users. And these are proprietary acquisition channels. So Canva is an example where they target keywords when people are looking for certain templates or graphics. Zapier is another example where they target long tail keywords around integrating different apps. On to opportunities where the first opportunity is to use no code tools to store data and build pages. So when we talk about storing data, 
this is the source of variables that you'll use in your templates, i.e. the pages. We get into the specifics in the report in terms of how could you capture data using no-code tools. There's Simple Scraper. There's also a tool called Data Fetcher. And when we talk about moving this data into a CMS or content management system, such as Airtable, you could use Zapier, Make, and we also have a Trends Pro member, Prabju, who's releasing Crafter, which also may help you out with this. And then on the template side, what we've seen most often is that people will use Webflow to build the templates to serve the data up, but you could also use Softer as another example where this is an Airtable-backed website builder. Another opportunity is around building a directory-style site and capturing suggestions from visitors. So we give two examples in the report, one being no-code lists and the other being startup stash, where no-code lists, they display no-code tools, but they also accept submissions from visitors. Startup Stash is a directory of tools for entrepreneurs, but they also let you list products. Another opportunity is to build a portfolio of programmatic SEO projects. So Fellery did not stop at the pitch deck project where they target keywords around people looking for different pitch decks. They also have a startup cemetery as well as failed startups where they create 70 categories of over 400 plus failed startups. And they're also building out a programmatic SEO project on unicorns where they're listing over a thousand unicorn companies as well as their most recent valuations. Another opportunity is to create content using AI writing tools. Survey, who we talked to for this report, he's actually using this strategy along with employing a proofreader on top of that. If he took the proofreader and charged her with writing the content herself, she would not be as productive, but if she's simply vetting content that's coming from AI writing tools such as Jasper and Copy AI and Longshot, now she can 10x or 30x her productivity. So I thought that was a great idea on his part. Another opportunity is to decide how you want to monetize a search traffic. So you have companies such as Fellery and Zillow where they're selling ads. You also have Product Hunt where they're ultimately selling ads, but they're also aggregating listings and aggregating different products. Mentor Cruise is an example of a marketplace, and that's how they monetize the search traffic and justify their programmatic SEO efforts. The Points Guy is an affiliate for credit card companies. There's also Zapier, Legislate, and Canva. Those are SaaS companies. And then we also have lots of lead generation companies such as Move Buddha, Thumbtack, and Dental Departures. Another opportunity is to build a vertical search engine, and this may sound difficult until we get into examples. And your vertical search engine can help answer common questions. If you're searching for an actor's name, IMDB would be the place to go to answer that question. If you're looking for pre-IPO stock data, Equities In comes to mind. If we're looking for things to do in a particular city, we can look to TripAdvisor. Yahoo Finance has public stock price data. Zoom Info stores the contact information and roles in different companies. And then there's also TrueWork for income verification for different companies. And these are all examples of vertical or specialized search engines, and they all employ programmatic SEO strategies. Another opportunity is building on top of the previous one. It's using your vertical search engine to build and host pages for the most common queries. Where Shopify has done this, where they have a business name generator and they're ranking for thousands of keywords because they're taking the most popular searches and hosting pages for those searches, such as soap, fitness, and family. So if you're looking for a name in any one of these areas, Shopify is already hosting these pages and that's how they're ranking for these searches. Mentor Cruise is another example where they take the tags that different mentors fall under 
and they're hosting pages for JavaScript mentors, CSS mentors, and Python mentors. Another opportunity is to turn visitors into subscribers with lead magnets. And Fellery is doing this now where if you want a list of over a thousand unicorn companies, you can opt in with your email address to get that list. We talked about Shopify earlier, but we have to come back to them as we're talking about this opportunity to turn growth tools into programmatic SEO projects. So Shopify, their name generator is a growth tool. There's a separate report on that that you can visit, but they're combining this idea of a growth tool with programmatic SEO because they're taking those common queries and they're hosting pages for those queries. Gusto is also doing this with their payroll calculator where for each state in the U.S., they have different payroll procedures, taxes, and laws, and they're taking advantage of this fragmentation because by each state, they've generated different pages that they're hosting to cater to users that are searching for payroll policies according to those states. Another opportunity is to categorize user-generated data to automatically build pages. We talked about how Mentor Cruise is doing this when there are five or more mentors in any given category. So for JavaScript mentors, they have 112 mentors at this moment. Python mentors, they have 127. But Product Hunt is also doing this where they have a page dedicated to related products for each of their listings. And that's a lot of Product Hunt listings. We could also look at combining programmatic SEO with print-on-demand. And when we're talking about selling merch, we usually think about inventory risk where you have to pay the storage costs and the potential loss of capital if you can't sell this merchandise or you have to discount the merchandise to sell it. But when we talk about companies such as Printful, where they allow you to print on demand, we're turning the economics of a physical products company into a digital products company because there are no marginal costs to you as a user of Printful. This essentially becomes a digital product where everything is upside. A lot of these companies will also handle returns where they price that into their model so you don't have to worry about it. We're sort of getting adjacent to programmatic SEO in this next opportunity when we're talking about internationalization, where you can convert one language to another language. CoinMarketCap is an example of this, where they built pages to support over 20 languages. Another adjacent move is around surveying your audience to build industry reports and get backlinks. So MicroConf does this in terms of surveying SaaS companies for their annual state of independent SaaS. Buffer also does this when they survey their users and compile the results into an annual state of remote work. On to risk where we talked about this earlier, but when it comes to channels, if you're relying on a single channel, you have a single point of failure. So if you're depending on Google, for example, you're putting your business at risk. And Stuart made a great point when he talked about platform risk in terms of it's okay to embrace platform risk as long as you diversify that risk. It's unlikely that you might get screwed over by Google, Reddit, Twitter, and Facebook all at the same time if you're relying on these channels. Sure, you have platform risk, but we think about it uh, like an indexing strategy where you say, okay, I'm going to embrace this risk for some possible return, but I will diversify that. Another risk is around thin content where it's easy to get lazy with programmatic SEO strategies where you're just generating pages for their own sake instead of working backwards and still doing keyword research. And you may get penalized if you're simply creating spam pages. Another risk is around user-generated content. If the tags that you're using comes from users and those are poorly categorized, that's another way that you may get penalized or that effort may just be wasted because you're not actually satisfying a searcher's request because again, you're relying on poorly categorized content. We can go back to the example of Mentor Cruise here where I doubt 
that Mentor Cruise allows mentors to create arbitrary tags, they have some guardrails in mind in terms of we're looking to support JavaScript or Python or Ruby, and they're working from there. In this report, we only have one hot take, and that hot take is around editorial content, saying that it will continue to perform best for high-volume keywords. And when we think about high-volume keywords, putting the effort and the time into editorial content makes a lot of sense. Where programmatic SEO is an efficient strategy for targeting long tail keywords. So just an example of this, where Dominique from Mentor Cruise, he continues to work with an agency to write this long form content while pursuing these programmatic strategies for Mentor Cruise. On to key lessons, where the first key lesson is that keyword research is still the foundation for effective SEO, including programmatic SEO. Another key lesson is that long tail keywords may have less traffic, but they tend to have higher intent visitors. A lot of people that I talked to gave examples where they may say that this page only gets 10 or 50 visits per month, but it converts at 10 or 20% a lot higher than other pages. So you may see a higher conversion rate from these long tail keywords because the visitors actually have higher intent. In the report, we didn't talk a lot about using APIs as a programmatic SEO strategy, but another key lesson, if you do that, is to actually have fallback content just in case you're relying on an external source of data, you want to use placeholders to gracefully handle any potential errors. On to haters, where the first hater says that this all sounds technical and I need to learn how to code. And in the opportunities section, the first bullet in that section, we gave a recipe for pursuing quote unquote programmatic SEO strategies, but using no code tools to do so. Another hater says that this sounds spammy. And it has the potential to be spammy, but we also have examples like Zapier, Fellery, and Legislate that are effectively using these strategies. And Ian, who we linked to in the report, had a great quote where he talked about the goal being not to create 100,000 pages, but to create value and provide value on 100,000 pages. And when we think about it from that lens and we're working backwards from keyword research, you lessen the likelihood that the approach that you take will actually be spammy. This wraps it up for Report 83 on Programmatic SEO. Thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to your thoughts.